What's up? Hey! I am so excited for this episode. It has been so long in the making. We can't wait to bring it to you guys. So, Which is uh, awesome because this is episode 7. And this episode is about the motherfucking D-O-double-G. The godfather of being filterless. Snoop Dogg himself. Reppin' from the LBC. We're so excited. So this came about on a whim, as everything does that we do. Um, And we were just talking one day about how Snoop Dogg is the OG of Filterless. And he really, he should be like our mascot if we were head of mascot. That's not even the right word because then he feels <laughs> to like wear, wear Just imagining like this like giant, like weird shaped Snoop Dogg running around at like a football game. <laughs> right? Because like, that's the kind of shit we would do. But not to Snoop because we love Snoop no, Dogg. No, um, definitely not. So, anyways, welcome to episode seven of the Filterless Females podcast. I'm Carrie Fick. And I'm Elisa Faust. <laughs> we are already losing our fucking shit. <laughs> it's been a long week and it's Tuesday. <laughs> it's, it's so true. I, I mean, at least you didn't say it's been a long week and it's Monday morning, so I guess we're doing better than we thought. Yes. Yeah, that's true. true. We did make it to Tuesday night before we said it's been a long week. Right? So, um, so disclaimer before we get into all the awesome sauce that we have planned for this episode, um, we do not own rights to anything that you hear or that we say. This is simply an ode to... Snoop Dogg because we love him and we feel like that he represents our brand. Um, yeah. Besides, besides the weed thing, because I don't do that. I don't um, either. But people, <laughs> people listening right now are probably like, "Oh my god, how much did they we smoke?" Didn't know that these girls were stoners. Well, guess what? We're not. We're not. <laughs> um, I like that we just said that in sync too. That was oh pretty God. awesome. I should jinx you. I've had a six-year-old doing that to me all week, <laughs> and it'll be something like I'll be like, "Stop!" and then it's "Stop, jinx!" and I'm like, "No, like it's not. E- that's not even right." That's not how this works, dude. No. So, um, but at least his jinx rules are that I can't talk to him, so I can still <laughs> talk to anybody else. I'm like, I'll take it. That's fine. <laughs> okay, thanks. So, um, awesome. all right. So, Lisa, why don't why don't you kick us off? Because I think I'm gonna just throw this out here. In preparing for this episode, I've come to realize that though I thought I loved Snoop Dogg and that I knew all this stuff about him, you 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 take the prize for like oh. knowing absolutely everything. So, well, um, I, I wouldn't say everything. I would just say maybe more than you. <laughs> there, I guarantee that there's some person out there that's not Snoop Dogg, but knows about him. I know a lot yeah. of things. Um, so I haven't talked about this yet, but, uh, or maybe I have, I don't know. I was lucky enough to move around the country 
And in one of my stops in life was in Huntington Beach, California. Now, Snoop is from the LBC. If you don't know what that means, it's Long Beach. Okay. But what was really cool about living in Huntington Beach is not only is it immensely beautiful and the weather is pretty much perfect year round. It is flooded with celebrities and connections to celebrities. So my husband worked in the golf industry, which again, connects you even higher to different celebrities. So now you're going to think like, oh my God, she knows Snoop Dogg, like, right? Like he golfs and her husband worked in the golf industry and they lived close to each other. No, that's not where the story is actually going. So, (laughs) so my husband, Dan had this amazing caddy whose name uh, is Ging. And I'm sure he will not mind me talking about him. Uh, He is probably about our parents' age, but has the energy of a three-month-old puppy. Anybody who's ever had a three-month-old puppy knows exactly what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about. And he was just this amazing guy, complete nut, had so much energy and just so much passion on life. Also happens to share the same birthday as me. So we had a little extra connection being birthday twins. And Ging was the type of guy, or is the type of guy, I guess I should say, who knows everybody and everything about them. So (laughs) Ging ended up becoming like mayor for the day of Huntington Beach at one point and like all these ridiculous stories and through all of these connections met our homegirl Sandy B. That's right, Sandra Bullock. Through her, he ended up meeting Cameron Diaz. Okay, if anyone knows where this is going, you're going to be impressed. Cameron Diaz went to high school with Snoop Dogg and our good friends. So when Cameron would have parties and invite Ging, who do you think would be there? Other than Sandy B. Snoop as well. Of course Sandy B. Of course Sandy B. Um, But Snoop as well. So I was like kind of like three, four steps away from meeting Snoop Dogg someday in my life. Which is pretty incredible because I was only four people away from him even though I've never actually met him, but I would love to. Well, I may have possibly been, like, a legit, literal four feet away from him. Mm. But it's still unknown to this day. So, (laughs) when I was 21, I went to Vegas with my best friend, and, because that's what you do when you turn 21, right? You take a trip to Vegas. Um, I like disclaimer here love vegas um more to come to that in the fu- like in the future my parents took us for the first time when i was 15 my sister was 18 
Um, and that's super awesome because you're not old enough to do anything, but you're old enough for your parents to leave you sitting right outside the border of the casino while they gamble and make you wait for them and buy you like a yard size margarita cup filled with pop and tell you to sit in a chair and drink it while they go you know, play some casino games for a couple of hours. So that was exciting. So anyways, that trip came with the promise that I could go back with my friends when I turned 21. So I did. And while waiting in the taxi line to go to the hotel when we got there was none other than Snoop Dogg. (gasps) Or the greatest Snoop Dogg lookalike in the whole world. (laughs) I mean, if it was not him, it was definitely like his twin but the best part was like and it was before so I mean not to age us but this was before everyone had a cell phone and before everyone had a cell phone with a good camera Um, and social media right so I couldn't like I mean if you're gonna take picture like it was legit obvious that you're pulling out this like you know honking digital camera to like sneak a pic and you know it had a viewfinder not even the screen so you couldn't like you know do it down from an angle and I was four feet away from him but like my best friend and everyone was sitting there she's like oh my god she's like that is Snoop Dogg and I'm like oh my gosh looks and this, he had the biggest smile like he was like everyone thinks I'm Snoop and I'm just gonna smile and I'm gonna play along and we're like oh my god I think we just met him, but we don't know. <laughs> um, so that's as close as I got. Um, you know, a literal four feet away from someone who looks very much like our favorite rapper. Um, so um, that's we're going to play a game. Okay. Are you ready for a game? Whew. All right. I'm ready. Okay. I've got my water. I'm ready. Yes, we're ready. No gin and juice? Oh, you know what? That is my ultimate favorite song by Snoop. The, when the chorus comes around, it's all rolling down the street, smoking endo, sipping on gin and juice laid back with my mind and my money and my money and my mind it's like oh yep I get it my mind is always on my money and I hope that my money is on my mind oh well that was a perfect lead in unintentionally to our game so here's the game we're gonna play (laughs) I'm gonna set it up so if you've been listening to us for a bit now following us on social you kind of know where we're coming from um and kind of what our our thing is what our deal is um so we are all about being not just being filterless and we've said it before I mean yeah we don't filter what we say surprisingly I do not swear in front of my kids so to listen to me talk here and then to like know that I actually can filter myself in front of my small children is pretty impressive thank you hidden talent um but aside from that, we aren't people that just sit around and, like, swear and throw on, like, F-bombs and whatever. Just for the sake of swearing, it just happens to come with the fact that we just say what we're thinking. Um, but, and we've said it before, it's in episode one. Kind of go back and listen to it. Um, it's mm-hmm. always good to re-listen, I'm sure. Uh, we don't really listen to ourselves that much. But we're just here to support each other. 
Um, we're here for you, hoping that people would be there for us when we need them, you know, just to know that everybody's got shit in their life. Um, everybody's dealing with something, you know, extreme or not. I mean, it could be, you know, grief and the loss of a loved one or a broken fingernail, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. but if it's something that's upsetting you and I don't mean to make them sound so like, you know, like extreme and like not that important, um, it was explained way better in episode one, people. It really was. <laughs> it's been a long week, okay? <laughs> um, but so, you know, we're filters. We say what we're thinking, but we're supportive. Um, and we feel like Snoop Dogg kind of reflects that, too. Um, he mm. really is, like, a very supportive person. If you have not seen it, please go on the internet and look it up. Um, I really held a very special place in my heart for him after watching his reality show fatherhood on e um mm-hmm. i went through a phase where i loved every show on etv i mean they have some great reality shows i honestly they only do. stopped watching it because my husband let me watch the kardashians in front of him so i kind of had to give it up <laughs> <laughs> i mean um, I disclaimer really i was literally a foot away from the kardashians at the oc fair once oh that's something i'd brag about they were like they were i used to describe <laughs> it them was as at my... like it was at like their height of their career well on etv so but here's, yeah here's the deal i i hate them i'm sorry people i don't i hate them i hated I, the show i hated the show okay but it was what i referred to as my train wreck show because yeah. it's like it would be on and I couldn't look away and I'd end up getting sucked into watching like those marathons I'd have on on the weekends, even though I couldn't stand it. I liked nothing about them. I could not stand to watch them, but here I was knowing everything about their lives as everyone else does. <laughs> um, but the one show on that channel that I actually did love was the girls next door. So that was the reality show about Hugh Hefner's girlfriends. Oh, I know, right? And you would think that it's not good TV, but it is good TV. Um, But then anyways, because I watched E! all the time, Snoop Dogg's Fatherhood, it was only on for two seasons, um, but it was just, it was great. It's just like seeing him in that raw, you know, this is me, this is my life sort of setup. So I learned a lot from him there. You learned a lot from him from living near people that know him personally and all that fun jazz so the game is i'm going to read elisa some song lyrics and by the way i have no clue what lyric is coming up at all because so this is a hundred percent a game it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a good game if we prepared each other um true so i'm gonna read the lyrics um and on the fly and feel free to take a few seconds you know some deep breaths inhale exhale come up with something to say i'm going to read you some lyrics you are going to apply a life lesson to the lyrics that i read you all right bonus points if you know what song they came from oh god all right this is pressure the bone that's you don't need bonus points bonus points are bonus you don't need bonus points okay (laughs) you don't need them but you should have them you don't need them what you need to do is give us a life lesson okay i can do that so i'm gonna read my list in order because it just is less confusing for everybody than skipping around um yeah so i think you're gonna get bonus points on the first one just 
just throwing that out there. I really think you might. Um, Not sure how I know this, but the first lyrics are with my mind on my money and my (laughs) money on my mind. (laughs) It's obviously gin and juice. (laughs) Um, So my life lesson to people in general is I am not good with finances and being financially savvy it's something that I really struggle with and I will admit that like that is something I personally need to work on so my dad is absolutely incredible at this that is definitely one of his niches and growing up with a dad who just had that savvy sense about him and and really worked essentially in a banking industry at one point um I really think that even though it sucks being an adult and one of the shittiest things we have to do is finances I really think that we in general and I'm not even gonna say age groups I'm just gonna say we as people really need to have our mind on our money you know, obviously none of us expected a global pandemic to hit in 2020, but here we are. Um, so that's my lesson is obviously just take the time, really dive into your finances, really make sure things are set up the way that you want them to be. I, like I said, I'm not a financial person. That is my struggle. That's something I work on. So have your mind on your money and then your money will be on your mind I love it um and just to add on to that um so I suck at math like but you're a really good writer I am a writer um but I suck at math like it's terrible like I had to ask my mom to help my child with his kindergarten homework at the beginning of the year. That was actually a direction thing, though. The directions on the worksheet kind of sucked, and I was like, I don't know how to tell you to do this, but it's fine because it's the end of the year, and he knows how to read, so I just give him the worksheets, and he does them. Perfect. So, (laughs) I'm a very hands-on parent, and I know Lisa knows this about me, but if you can talk about the way we go about some of the things that you've done (laughs) in this house, I mean, you have to teach your kids independence, right? You do. Um, But anyways, finances. So, like, I suck at math, but, like, finances, it's, like, the numbers game I love. So, like, I could spend hours playing with those, like, amortization calculators on, like, the mortgage websites. Because I'm, like, if I do this and then this and I, like, put, like, a little bit extra here. Like, how how many years do I take off my mortgage? And how how much money in interest do I save? So, um, that's just kind of weird facts about me um but like I hear and then not like so my take on that is like I you know like I keep track of our bank account obviously and like I scan the credit cards and the bank um statements at the end of every month or like I mean even week to week just to make sure there's no funky charges like check things as they come in and you know just kind of keep you know track of like where stuff's going so I don't have like a specific budget. Like I'm not a person that sits down and like, this is my budget and we can spend this much money on groceries this week. And this is how much our utility bills cost. And this is how much our mortgage costs. Um, 
and I'm not saying like don't do it. I think it's great, and it's definitely a great teal uh, tool, especially for people that you know do struggle in that area. But like, I just want to come at it from their perspective. Like, you don't have to add stress to it. Like, oh my gosh, I need to do all these things. Like, I need to have a budget, and I need to do this. I mean, to me, it's just a matter of like knowing where your money's going and kind of like mm-hmm. catching it as you see it. So, I mean, there's just different ways you can go about having like your finances in order and it doesn't have to be like totally stressful and it can be like small baby steps. And there's so many tools out there to help people, like if you need it. Um, so I think definitely like that is a good one. And also your finances in check with yourself, like your finances are your business. And I, Oh, like F that which I know it's coming later, but like at that people that make comments about other people's finances, like in assumptions oh. all the time, like, Oh, she said she's broke and she just bought a latte. Like go fuck yourself. Like, I don't right. care. Maybe that's in her budget. You, you know, know, people need, people need coffee. Okay. Coffee is a necessity of life and crappy coffee is it's not worth your money. Big- Oh my gosh, don't even get me started. Like, ask Elisa about a trip to Toronto we took a few months ago. And yeah. I believe my words to her were, I am not a picky eater, even though I don't eat meat and like all these other things that are on my do not list. But I will still make way to like find something anywhere. But I will wait until three o'clock in the afternoon for a coffee if it is not a Starbucks coffee because like I just don't do that. I brew Starbucks in my home. I go to Starbucks to get coffee. Yes, sometimes I do drink a coffee that does not come from Starbucks, but it can't be crappy, like sat in a carafe in a hotel lobby all day coffee. That's disgusting. So, next lyric. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, here we go. Moving on. Um, All right. Some of these. Some of the songs have two options, so I just got to see, like, which ones. And as I read them, I'm going to let you know up front, everybody, I am reading them. I'm not trying to sing them. I'm not trying to rap them because I am not a rapper. I am not a singer. And if I did try (laughs) to do that, you would understand why I should not do that. So I am reading lyrics. Perfect. Hmm. Oh, I might have, I might have to do two for some of these because this one both has so many, like both of these are great. So maybe we'll come back to it as like bonus round. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go with me, 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 mo, you are it. Oh, good. Okay. So don't try to run up on my ear talking all that raspy shit, trying to ask me shit. Oh, boy. I feel you. I feel you. Don't be talking crap about somebody's back or behind their back and then go up to their face and try to pretend like everything's cool. No. Snoop doesn't have time for that shit. And I sure as hell do not have time for that shit. Okay? If you have something that you want to say to me, you can say it to me. And yes, I will take the harsh criticism. I will take the wonderful compliments. Don't go behind someone's back to try to push yourself and then turn around and be nice to them. Be the person that you are, not the person you're trying to be. Um, Yesterday, we actually did happy hour 
with Jen Hatmaker. And I don't have my notebook in front of me from happy hour. But one of the things that she tries to say over and over again, especially about women, is we have to stop the female on female crime. So even though Snoop is obviously not a female, I think he would understand the stopping the female on female crime, stopping the people on people crime, the male on male crime, the male on female you know, crime. I could go on and on and on. Just be upfront and honest to that person without having to go behind them. Word. That's my take. Do you know what song that's from? It's okay if you don't. It's a you don't I need don't. the you don't need the bonus. You want to know why you don't need the bonus? Because you got a super secret level up bonus by relating Jen Hatmaker <laughs> to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I, I really hope that both of them appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anybody else who could do that as smoothly as you just did because you had no idea what was coming up on here. So <gasps> I'm just, and I'm not going to tell you the song in case I go back to the other lyric because then you're going to okay. be like, oh yeah. Fair enough. Okay. I'm also, I'm, I will admit, like, I know a lot of songs, but I don't know a lot of titles. I suck at in general. I in general. I don't know. Or like I'll forget words. I'll be like, it's the song goes, mm, 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 and that humming right there is just like a small <laughs> snippet of the reason why I don't try to sing for people. Thank you. Right. Oh man, I can't um, wait for this next one. I know this one has three. They're all so good. We might have to go back. Okay. This one, I don't know that this is my favorite one out of the three that go with this song, but okay. I'm going to do it because I feel like it's relatable to these current times. Ooh, all right. I, I don't want to build it up too much. So I think you might be disappointed with the way I set that up, but <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog in the motherfucking house like every day. Oh, that that is exactly how we are living right now all right. up in our house mm-hmm. snoop he just knows like maybe he maybe he has esp i don't know he's so talented so i don't know if you can necessarily build a life lesson on that but what i can say because i am the girl on the go i am the one who's like constantly running all over the place never in my home I appreciate my my time in my house but if you are feeling so pent up that you can't escape you need to escape okay I get that you you have a job and you have kids and you have a husband and you have animals and you have all these responsibilities and I get there's nowhere to go right now because it's quarantine but if you are feeling that stuck like Snoop obviously was, you need to get out. I don't care if it's a walk around your block. I don't care if it's a drive down the road to no man's land and back. You need to do something so you don't go insane. I love that. Um, So I'm like chuckling in my head as you said that because that was like spot on perfect and like what I would say because like the Rona's got us all stuck up in our house every day. 
Yeah. I also want to add a disclaimer for the people that are about to come at us. Yes, these lyrics are taken completely out of context and we are making them into what we want them to be because it's a game. It's fun. And it's, it's fun. teaching us all a lesson. So, um, and I'm right there with you. Like, find a way to get out of your house. Like, I know that, like, so we're in an area that's just starting to reopen. And it's yes. funny because I'm um, getting calls today and I was on the phone and, you know, someone asked me, like, oh, like, you know, did your town reopen? And I'm like, well, like, yeah, but, I mean, reopen's not really the word we're going to use. It's a very slow process. Um, mm-hmm. And I know every area, like, every state, county, city within each state so is different. doing things differently. So reopening means something different everywhere. But for us, reopening is, you know, like, a few, you know, super essential businesses that weren't, like, truly essential and been open the whole time and mm-hmm. you know just kind of like limiting things so it's gonna be a very slow process um yeah but um find ways to get out so like the weather's finally breaking here um and getting Thank a little goodness. bit I sat outside today I am already sunburnt and I'm loving it I got a little bit of color over the weekend doing that but so um I took the kids out after work today for dinner um so my husband every so often works um, overnight shifts and then he's got to sleep and go back in. So he was sleeping. Usually like I take the kids out, but you know, during quarantine, when this happens, I'm like, what do we do? Like we can't go anywhere. And this was the first of these overnights when the weather was nice enough. So I took them out, but like, we can't go to a restaurant eat and you can't even go to a park and sit at a picnic table. So we did curbside pickup from Panera and Then we drove to a park that has a playground that the kids know they're not allowed to use. And then they have a walking trail there too. So we literally like we parked the car. I got out. We popped open the trunk. We sat in the trunk at SUV. I like tailgated. Yeah. We tailgated in the parking lot. We, (gasps) they ate their Panera mac and cheese and half my baguette from my salad that I didn't get to eat until two hours later, which it's fine. Um, and then we went for a little walk, and then we drove to get some donuts because apparently they needed donuts too. And then we came home. Yeah. But it actually, like, it killed a lot of time, which was great. But it was so nice. Like, it was a little bit cooler because, you know, it wasn't as sunny mm-hmm. as it was during the day, and there was, like, a little bit of breeze. But it wasn't cold, and it was just, like, we're out of our house. And, yeah, like, it was great. Like, and I actually, the rest of my car is a disaster, but for whatever reason, like they don't trash my trunk so we could actually sit there. Um, I just feel like I should be like hashtag Bill's Mafia for 2020. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, hashtag yes, the ripped pants are still in the car. Uh, (laughs) Yes. They'll be there forever. They're part of your car now. They can't leave. Right. Okay. Next song lyric. Okay. Oof. I'm telling you, he is like so many words of wisdom. Right? Um, uh, we'll go with the first one. Unfadeable, so please don't try to fade this. Mm. I think it's similar to the quote that I referenced Jen Hatmaker with, um, in the sense of like don't try to talk bad about him and then be nice to his face. But don't try to push him down for doing his thing. Okay? Because he is unstoppable. He's going to keep pushing. He's going to keep going. You can say no to him, but he's going to keep pushing. And I think that we 
oftentimes say no to ourselves and yes to everybody else. And we need to reverse that and start saying yes to ourselves and no to everybody else because we're going to push ourselves and we're going to be better versions and we're going to keep going after whatever we want. So, you know, we are unfadeable because we are going to keep going. The minute you stop, that's when you fade out and nobody knows who you are. Yes. Um, and that actually does bring up a quote from Rachel Hollis, and I may not be repeating it exactly, but, and I've been telling you this for how long, Elisa, like, I'm like, these are the words oh, you need to live by. If it is not. Probably like a year and a half now. Yes. If it is not a hell yeah, it's a heck no. So we all need to put our foot down more and just we need to do what's right for us more and you know not you know not worrying about what other people are thinking about you and letting them just kind of like burn that fire that's lit inside of you of whatever it is you know whether it's I want to dye my hair purple or I want to go like start a new career like whatever it is that is you know motivating you keeping you going like don't let other people push that down right you do you Right. Be unfadeable. Yes. Oh, bringing it back to the quote. Right. You Look like at you. <laughs> Sometimes I just, when it, when it works, it works. And Snoop just works. I know, right? All right. Do you want one more? I think we do one more. And then I've got a bunch of stuff that I want to ask you. Oh, I didn't know I was getting questions. I know you didn't until literally right now. Shit. Okay. Don't worry. It's all about did you know? Oh, did you know? <laughs> That's good. Did you know. like nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last one and it's going back to a song that we already did. Uh, oh, did you know the song from the from the unfadeable one? I do not. Okay. You said I am really bad at titles. It's fine. I'm well you knew the first one, but that was kind of like the perfect setup. All right. right. Um so this is a good one to end on. Now throw your hands in the motherfucking air and wave the and motherfuckers like you just don't care. Like you just don't care. <laughs> just rock it out. Um everybody who listened to our episode about fitness knows how much I love to dance. Uh, they know how much Carrie actually does love to dance, whether she'll admit it or not. I didn't and... say I don't love to dance. I said I don't <laughs> know how to dance. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter because, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote Beto Perez, who is the founder of Zumba Fitness. There's no wrong moves. There's just accidental solos. Okay. Right? Do you like that? That's like, that's deep, right? So rock it out. Just have fun. Like, I was fortunate enough um, to have the honor and be picked for a segment in a podcast that's going to be airing here in New York State uh, about my husband. And one of the things that I had said about him is that he lived life to the absolute fullest and anybody who knew Dan or knows anything about Dan knows that that's a thousand percent true so you know might not necessarily be the same but I think Snoop is trying to tell us you know what just 
wave your hands in the air like you don't care like just let it all go rock it out live your life to a thousand percent find your passion find your people and just go for it and if you don't have people then you just go for it and you be your people go for it anyways be your people because you don't need people like people are either fabulous or they fucking suck so you you find the people people. that you need yes that work for you that are in your tribe that are in your core yeah oh that's a good quote and i really wish i could think of what song that is do you want to know the answer it's really gonna bother me i yeah i do okay so that one and snoop doggy dog in the motherfucking house like every day we're from who i am which is my favorite Snoop Dogg song. Like, I mean, when I'm put under pressure and right before we started recording, Elisa was like, what's your favorite Snoop Dogg song? I'm like, I have to have a favorite. Um, It's hard to pick just one. It is. So that, because I love that intro, and I'm not going to embarrass myself, we played it coming into this episode, um, that, you know, just the the girls singing that Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. Doggy Dogg, whatever. I can't even think anymore. And now you're going to ask me questions. <laughs> I'm like flustered. Uh, so that no, was, it's that was be who so I am. Um, the... Because you referenced three songs, yes. right? There was four songs yeah, total. We... Um, so oh, so okay. Don't Try to Run Up on My Ear Talking Shit was Drop It Like It's Hot. The pimps and the cribs, they drop it like it's hot. Damn it. And Unfeedable is from Nothing But a G Thing. Baby. (laughs) You know what's funny is that's that's the song I'm going to rap to you. Oh. That's the song I picked to rap. And I didn't even. Spoiler alert. Oh, man. I feel like I have to do it like right now. Do it. Do it. Go. I have to. I have to like repent my sins to the Snoop, the Snoop God. Yes, go. Um, one, two, three into the four. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at your door, ready to make an entrance. So sit it up. Give me the microphone first, so I can bust a bubble. Cops in Long Beach together. You know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too locked out, blanks going crazy. Death Row is a label that pays me. Oh my gosh, that's impressive. <laughs> I we uh why didn't you do that for the plane challenge? Um, because I did Golden Girls. Oh, Golden Girls subscribers. <laughs> you guys have to go find that video. So we did the Ellen DeGeneres Plank That Song Challenge about a month or so back. And it didn't mm-hmm. pick up like we thought it would, but um and I know we've referenced this before, but please if you've not watched the video, you have to go watch it. We should get it up on our TikTok because I think it was before we had yeah, a TikTok we'll, we'll... account. Um, but it is on I think it's on our Instagram either a highlight Mm -hmm. in our stories or it is a post Um, so the challenge was that you had to hold a plank while singing the words to a song that you knew all the words to and I guess that'd be a long song to do but you could do a verse I'm sure so I had picked uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because other than children's songs which I don't know all the words to many children's songs either I know like highlights of songs Um, right Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song is, like, the only song that I know all the words to. 
And then I challenged you and you did the Golden Girls theme song, which I actually think I know all the words to that too, because I love yeah. the Golden Girls. So that was awesome. Was Yay. I hope oh, you were thank all you. cheering and throwing your hands in the air when you were listening to By that the way, rap. I I wish this was almost like an IG live or on YouTube because I was legit dancing as I was rapping. We will replay. And I Listen, wish you could have seen. We will we will live stream Faust rapping all the time. Right? Like this is happening. We'll do it like oh, what's a good yes, day it'll for be, it'll you know what it'll be my ode to Dan Faust because Dan Faust was the original rapper in this family. Um he uh he definitely had a massive love and passion for early 90s hip-hop which if you are not a fan of i don't i don't know how oh you my, survive you guys you need to and you just you just can't right right so actually you know what that would be a good question so i want to i want to ask our listeners rapping with faust what day do you want rapping with faust to be i'm gonna let them pick Right, because See, this is going to become a thing. Because, I mean, I I can rap a lot of songs and I can like rock it out. They might, you know, they might be full songs. They might be like ten seconds. But hey, at least I tried. I give you credit for trying because I can't do that unless I'm in a playing. Well, I'm I'm not going to be fadeable. Ooh, oh. ooh, <laughs> I like it. Right. Um, so yeah, so let us know, uh, send us, you know, messages on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, our email, and let us know what days you want rapping with Faust. Yes. Because that's, and that's if we get this different answers on different, like if on Instagram, you say Wednesday and on Facebook, you say like Saturday morning then we will put her on there on those days. Like, you get what you ask for. Um, I'm just going to make yeah. her do it. I'll call her at 5 a.m. on a Sunday morning and say, Lisa, it's time to go online and start rapping now. Oh, and I'll be like, I'm happy fuck. to do it. Because I, we're probably up. Um, we are probably well, up. You texted me this morning and said you were up at 4.45 in the morning. I was like, I was. hey, so was I. Why? I don't know. I just woke up. Which, you know, made me feel better since my four-year-old FaceTimed you at 7.30 this morning. Yeah, it was fine. I was up. I was, like, getting in the shower. Yeah. Um, so, I did a little background history on Snoop because I knew some cliff notes about him. Mm-hmm. And I have some facts. And I want to know if you actually knew them. Or not. Because these are ones, some I knew and some I didn't. And some were like, oh my god, like really you didn't know that? Like, come on. Like, that's how I felt. Right? So, did you know that he was discovered by Dr. Dre in 1992, but didn't release his first album till 1993? Which part, yes, which part, no. Like, I knew he, like, totally had a thing with Dr. Dre, but I don't know what years anything happens. Like, what year mm-hmm. is it right now? 2020. <laughs> the year that sucks. <laughs> um, by the way, I have a shirt on right now that I'm says, glad you're wearing clothes. Mom said, 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do wear them every day. Um, it says, Mom said 2020 sucks. And it's actually a uh, spoof on one of my friend's bands whose name is Mom Said No. So shout out to Mom Said No. And they partnered with a organization here that raises money for different um, nonprofits. Carrie actually had one this past fall. And so when I saw that mom said no, I was partnered with them, I had to buy the shirt. So ironically, I'm wearing a shirt that tells you what year it is and that it sucks. I know I missed it. And that your mom said it too. Mom said Mom said. Mom said. I always got to do what mama says. Um, yeah, true. so that organization is great if anybody's in. They're in Buffalo, uh, Pittsburgh, I Pittsburgh. believe. And Actually, I can find out the answer for you if you guys. I'm going to pull a thick and go, please hold. Let's see who will get there first. I was just typing Please hold. It. Okay, Buffalo, Chicago, Chicago, and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I was going to say Chicago. I just want to make sure I had it right. Um, So the organization is 26 Shirts. It's fantastic. It was started by um, the founder of the Bills Mafia, and he is amazing. I mean, when I reached out, you know, so when you're looking for fundraising and stuff and, you know, you have a story to tell with it and you're just hoping to, like, you know, have somebody respond to all these requests that you're sending out. And so I had sent one to them. And I got a response right away. And then, you know, he um, called and I talked to him on the phone and they're just, they're amazing to work with. So, and it's not just nonprofit. So the whole idea is that there's 26 shirts a year um, Mm -hmm. because there's 52 weeks in a year and each sale runs for two weeks. Um, They're fabulous designs. They have great artists that they work with that design these shirts. So it becomes this like cult like thing where like people just love, the shirts Mm -hmm. um so each two week sale goes to a different um cause so it could be you know a family that you know has a family member like battling some you know like a rare disease or terminal illness you know or someone's like house caught on fire and they're rebuilding it could be a nonprofit group that's you know raising money for research um i know they've done a lot for like first responders and stuff um during all this uh coronavirus situation so it's just it's an amazing organization that's a worthy cause and I mean really it's nice Mm -hmm. to see not just local businesses that are doing well um because I know I do and you do too um just love supporting local businesses and people that are just you know have that true entrepreneurial spirit and just starting things up but that their whole business is based around helping people and you know i'm a i'm on their website right now and they have raised and I, now that i've had said the number like four times in my head the words won't come out perfect <laughs> um they have raised over seven hundred thousand dollars to date for different worthy causes it's amazing uh the thing it the one thing about them i will tell you is if you are looking for a specific design um, it may not ever show back up again. Sometimes they do this really cool thing where they'll bring back an old style mm-hmm. and sell it, which is always really fun to see. But most of the time it's there for two weeks and it's gone. So if you like it, grab it. Yeah. And their designs, if you want. So the one that was the da- design chosen when we did Dante's fundraiser, um, I actually was wearing a, a Buffalo event 
just a few months ago and someone came up to me and they were like, excuse me, um, is that a 26 shirts design? I said, yeah. And they're like, what, what one was this? Like, I missed it. Like, oh no. And so like people will see you and it's just funny because it's, they're not, they're all so unique and so different, but at the same time, like people mm-hmm. know just by like how good this, you know, local right. design is. Cause it's all like for us living in the Buffalo area, it's all Buffalo related designs. Um, yep. And all the Chicago stuff is all Chicago related. All the Pittsburgh stuff is all Pittsburgh related. Yeah. So it's really cool. Just check them out. Um, they're just kind of fun to see and look at and support local. And if you're not local, support our local because we love it here. We do. Um, speaking of local, did you know that Snoop Dogg is a certified football coach because he coached his son's local little league football team i did not know that uh did you know i was gonna say no i didn't know that because you've already established my figure he's not gonna know i was like when i read that i'm like wait 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 a minute he is a certified football coach like i stopped in my track i will say that's incredible i'm not surprised Good for him. I didn't know that he was, but I'm not surprised that he is because I watched Fatherhood, okay? He is a family man, okay? He has right. true family values, and he he does. He loves his kids, and I could see him doing that. So, yeah. He um, he actually, and I think you probably would, you know this from Fatherhood, he's actually married to his high school sweetheart. I did know that. Which is really impressive, Um they did get divorced for like four years and then got remarried. But how awesome is that, that he's still married to his high school sweetheart? Good for him. Like that's something you don't hear about in general with people that are alive, let alone people that are famous. Like it is super rare to find that sort of relationship. And I was just like... Those two things, when I read them, my heart immediately melted. And that's... We don't think about that side of him. That's not something that you would expect from no. the song lyrics that I just read no. while preparing for this episode. <laughs> um, so, guess so, I've been listening to these songs. Obviously, I've been listening to them all in radio edit version because I just totally saw, like, you know, and I don't pick up on words. Like, I have a hard time understanding like what some words are in songs which is another reason why I don't try to sing them so that was another thing too like you know you hear songs you're like I like that (laughs) tune or that beat and you know all the words are like jazzy and cool and whatever and I know jazzy and cool should not be used together in the same sentence but it's fine um (laughs) but I was like reading the lyrics and I'm like dude he's kind of raunchy (laughs) but I like the song Right, he is, but it's it's all good. So we, um, that's. I'm just thinking about some of like, just random like liners from his songs over the years, and I'm like, yep, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty yeah. bad. And then I have one more mm-hmm. for you. So other than the fact that we all know he's BFFs with Martha Stewart, okay, that is obviously super well known. Because they both did jail time together or whatever. I 
when I found this out, I was like so disappointed in myself. So like I said, my husband was a massive fan of 90s hip hop. Okay, especially early 90s hip hop. Like straight out of Compton. Oh my God. You don't even know. Like he knew every single song in that movie and every single lyric. But I feel like I should have known this, but I didn't. Did you know that Ray J and Nate Dogg are his cousins? Mm, nope. Right? Like, I, my mind was just like, Pfft. like, of course they're cousins. Like, duh. <laughs> N- Nate Dogg? I'm like, are you kidding me, Elisa? Like, come on. Duh. You're I mean, his last, his last name is Dog, too. Right? His <laughs> last name is Dog. Obviously, his <laughs> first name is Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> and his last name is Doc. <laughs> that was perfect. <sighs> oh my gosh, that was so funny. Um, do you want to uh, quickly go into your F this segment, or, or did you already get yours out so you don't need to? No, I uh, I have another little one, but I mean, I don't want to sound like a complainer or anything. Uh but it's a quick one. Um, it's just when you're leaving a place and you get in your car and you're getting ready to like get out of your parking spot and you check your mirrors and you look behind you and you put the car in reverse and then you double check behind you and people decide to have a conversation with their long lost friends, relatives, wherever behind your car. And then oh. you can't move. Right. Get out of the way. Like, go to your own car and stand in front of it. Right. And it's like, I mean, yes, I say what I think and all that. And, I mean, there's two approaches I would take to a situation like this. Um, put the car in reverse and move it so that they get the hint that I'm going to go. Or they're not directly behind my car. In this situation, they were not directly behind my car. I would never run a person over to prove a point because that's bad. Um, yes, that's terrible. Or I'm just going to have to sit in my car and stew in anger because they're just being rude. And I have kids with me, so I can't get out and, like, yell. And I have to explain why I'm yelling at people right. um, just because I'm impatient. But, I mean, right? like, I get it. Me being mad is probably, like, a little rude and, like, overboard. But, like, you're kind of not being aware of your surroundings, especially as a pedestrian, because um, you should really know what's going on around you. But that's why I have to wait, because they have the right of way, because they're a pedestrian and they're walking. So I have yes. to wait. So that that's it. It's really not a big deal. It's just really fucking annoying sometimes. Well, mine is when you miss a phone call, like maybe you're on the other line and somebody calls you and you can't answer, or maybe you're in the middle of something or your phone's not next to you. Right. Mm -hmm. So you just don't answer your phone because you can't, or you're not able to, and you call that person back and then you start playing phone tag. Right. But they never return the call back to you. And they called you. Oh, I hate that. Like, like you called me. And I feel bad that I missed your call, but I called you back and I can't even get like anything, no response. Like what the hell? Just 
leave me a voicemail then with what you want to know and I can send you a text or an email if you're not going to talk to me. Like, what? I don't get it. Like, don't. Just return the call back. Right? Or, I mean, in today's society, like, text them and say, never mind, not important, or I figured it out, or I don't need you anymore. Like, I feel like I do that. I feel like like if someone misses my call, like, if I don't leave a voicemail, um, which, and I don't always, only because I know some people don't listen to voicemail, or if it's not a big deal, Mm -hmm. then I won't make them have to listen to their voicemail just for me to be like, no big deal. You know, because sometimes you just want to chat and then you're over it. And you're like, well, they don't want to talk to me right now. So I don't want to talk to them ever again in my life. Right. But, you know, let them know that. Yeah. Good one. Seriously. Right? It just just had that run in today and annoyed me. Yeah. Um. So I think you have a quote to I do. end us on. I do have a quote. Um. This quote is said by Calvin Bordas Jr. If you don't know who that is, that's Snoop Dogg's real name, okay? That I did know, just by the way. That I'm just throwing out there to the to the world. So he tells us, and I quote, I want to be loved while I'm here, and the only way to get love is to give love. That is so sentimental and sweet. Isn't it? I was like, oh my god. Like, I need, this is, it's so true. You know, some of you might think like, oh my god, the two of them, they're so bitchy. We're really not. We actually give a lot of love. We might give it in different ways, and it might come out bitchy, but we give the world a lot of love. We do because we want to get it back and we do it without saying it um because i know my husband listens to us and i know there's gonna be a comment about this so i'm just gonna throw this out here (laughs) um now and get it on the table um i i love many people in my life um but i don't say it and i'm not like a mushy like you know let's all give hugs and sing kumbaya or whatever it is that those kind of people do um, so I'm not, I don't want to say I'm not affectionate, but I'm not, you know, like I'm not a mushy kind of person. So, uh, my husband makes fun of me, um, excessively because, um, and I didn't know until he pointed this out that I'm apparently the only person in the world that does this. So when people tell me that they love me, I say, thank you. <laughs> Because I think it's polite. Like, I mean, to tell someone you love them is, like, a compliment. So, I mean, I feel like you need to, like, give thanks for the fact that they, you know, have feelings for you. Or, I don't know. It's just, it's what comes out of my mouth. And so, apparently, that's not what you're supposed to do. So. No. (laughs) um, Usually, I love you, too. Is like, an appropriate response. Like, thank you is for that time when you're dating somebody and you don't really like them and they're like, I love you. And you're just like, Oh, thank you. It's a genuine thing. Cause it's I, a genuine. I because not... you know, I have, I have so much experience in that <laughs> that I really should be giving advice. Obviously I Dan and I started dating each other and we were 19 and he's the only real boyfriend I've ever had. And then he turned into my husband. So I'm, actually taking that from like tv and movies 
don't please don't ask me for dating advice i am so far out of the game i don't know it i don't know what kind of games they're playing i mean i think that was an episode of seinfeld though honestly like in hindsight like george kept telling the girl that was deaf in one ear and he was like i love you and wait did she say thank you no she didn't answer him and then he said it again on the other side. And she was like, I know, I heard you like two weeks ago when you told me the first time. And he was like, oh, burn. Oh, yeah. You actually could learn a lot of life lessons of what not to do in your life from George Costanza. <laughs> oh, my God. Another episode. It idea. is. Oh, man. How Seinfeld changed If we do lives. a Seinfeld episode, my husband needs to be a guest on the show because he he That's would fine. like right so when we were dating we actually at one point i was like trying to like stump him on seinfeld quotes because he also knows every quote to every movie song lyric show in the entire world oh boy it's ridiculous like if you want to quiz him like please do um and so i was like trying to get him because i mean we both like knew every like i've seen every episode of seinfeld at least like a hundred plus times i mean it's been on since we were kids and then reruns and you know like i've watched it every single night for basically my whole life um so i finally stumped him on pulp can move baby Mm. Mm -hmm. so if you don't know that episode you need to go find it because it is like my favorite episode of seinfeld Awesome. Well, I cannot wait to hear what days I'm going to be rapping. Yes. I'm going to start practicing my flow. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to turn it over to Carrie so she can give our little spiel on where you can find us. Yes. Um. So you guys know where to find us, but I'm going to send you reminders. And if you are sharing this episode with your friends who have not seen or heard us before, um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Filterless Females, TikTok at Filterless Females, Twitter at Filterless FNF because our name was not available, but we're not bitter. Uh, FilterlessFemales at gmail.com. Um, this podcast is available on most podcast platforms. So please share, rate, and review if you listen on a platform that allows you to rate and review. Share with your friends. Tell everyone about us. I mean, sharing is free. Sharing is caring. And we just said we all love each other and care about each other. So you should tell people about us. Um, It's the nice thing to do. And Snoop said so. And I think Snoop said so in one of his G-Thang, Who Am I, (laughs) Gin and Juice songs. He said, share Filterless Females podcast. That's exactly what exactly direct quote direct (laughs) quote just um don't tell him we said that um so thanks for hanging with us again it's been super fun um and and as always guys be brave be fierce but most of all be filterless and 